to the comic book rundown. Welcome back to the comic book rundown. Hey everybody. We're on the ninth issue of this long Halloween story arc. If you want to check issue out issue number nine. Yeah, thanks. If you want to check out previous <laughs> covers, check out last eight episodes. To be fair, to how be often fair. do we have a like a actually lines number? up? Yeah. It doesn't do that very often anymore. That's true. Therefore we have to capitalize on this. Exactly. So it is June now. It's Father's Day. And we start out this issue with Thomas Wayne being confronted. Confronted is probably the right word. By, uh, who is this? The Big Big Lou? No. This uh, is, this is Falcon's uh, dad. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his actual name. Uh, Vincent, maybe? That might It's be. a Vinnie Falcone. Actually, I don't know. Is it Vincent? Uh, yeah. Is it? Vincent Val- Falcone. Nice. Um, Damn, I'm good. Very good. So he... It's my cousin Vinny. Yep. Now Joe Pesci has to play him in the movie. There we go. <laughs> he's not looking. He's looking pretty old. Well, he is pretty old. Man, I mean, there's not even looking about it. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. He was he was in his what 30s and the 70s. So was he really? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, you can look it up if you want. I'll, I'll look it up. So, Vin- Vincent has brought Carmine to to Thomas Wayne because he can't take him to a doctor's to the hospital even though he needs to because uh, Luigi Moroni holy shit I was right nice he was born in 43 okay he's 78 years old damn and he's only 5 foot 4 that sounds about right um Luigi Moroni had put a couple bullets in into Carmine and because he killed his brother Mario and the past. Vincent is just like, I can't take it to a doctor because Luigi will come back and just, just finish Stop the job. <laughs> so, <laughs> trying so hard. <laughs> so he take, brings him to Wayne and it's like, look, I can, I'm a powerful man. I can get you anything you want, anything you need. And, and Thomas is just like, yeah, I, you know who I am. I don't need your money. And Vince is like, I'm not talking about money. I can, I'm talking I can about having a powerful friend in yeah. a high up place. And the whole point of this beginning is is Bruce is saying he's never seen his dad work because he works at the hospital, so he's not allowed there. This is the first time work came home, so he's watching his dad work, and so that is the connection that Falcone uh, and uh... well, that's the connection between Falcone and Wayne, but that's the connection that Dent. Is is trying to use yeah, because at Mother's Day, Bruce was arrested, so now it's on trial, and Dent has got he's cross examining, uh, or he's yeah cross examining Alfred. <laughs> God, I love Alfred. Like he is, Dent is just like all right. So what's this connection between your boss and Carmine, you know Falcone, and. I was like, there is none. To my knowledge, they don't have one. What about this? What about when Thomas did this one thing with with Moroni? Why didn't he report it? Yeah. Oh, 
maybe he did record it. You know, maybe he did file a report, whatever. But Gotham City was different back then. Uh, police and even district attorney's office were rife with, with graft. Uh, several months later, Dr. Wayne and his wife were murdered. The most decent people I've ever known gunned down in, this ver- in these very streets. To this day, the killer was never brought to justice. Perhaps Gotham City is not all that different. And it was just like, well, didn't you fucking idiot. Especially when uh, when Jim's in the background, he's like, ooh, that was a good one. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna hurt us. Shots I mean, were fired. Just, <laughs> yeah, it, but he proves a point. And the whole reason Gordon came to Gotham, one, he got kicked out of Chicago because he saw the corruption. And he saw the corruption here as well. And he's trying to get rid of it. Getting rid of Commissioner Loeb was the beginning. We saw that in year one. Basically taking him all down. And then Gordon himself is moving up the ladder, and which is good. He's going to be at the point now. Like right now, he's just captain still. But once he becomes commissioner, he's going to be able to handpick his most trusted men to clean up the force. It's never going to get fully clean, but he'll have the group of people. So when something like this happens... This is how you know this is imaginary. Exactly. So when something like the Waynes get killed again, they can actually find the killer. Versus, oh man, that sucks. Alright, well, let's go get some pastrami. Was that an Italian joke? Yeah. <laughs> nice. So we go to Luigi. Sal. Yeah, he's talking to his dad, Big Lou, Luigi Big Lou Moroni. And Big Lou is, is just like, Man, you know what? This is a bunch of crap. Back in my day we were just just shot people. If I'd have done it if I'd have done a job right and just killed that uh, clown Falcone in the first place. Yeah. This Roman business would have never happened. But as they are talking, the dogs Sent something real quick. They, they, what? yeah, they got the, they're, these are Dobermans, right? Yeah, with yeah. their cut ears and, yeah. Uh, they, they sent something in the garden and they, Holiday's there and he puts a couple bullets into, uh, Big Luigi. Lou before she runs off. Oh, and, no. And Sal is left there holding, uh, his dead dad. Which is, I will, this is the fucked up part right here. Okay, because Holiday had enough time to drop off the tie and the gun. That's what I was going to say, yep. And, and Maroney, who is, you know, this big-time you know mobster who definitely is carrying, is just like, Daddy! So we're starting to see a, starting to see a, a few flaws in their placements. Yes. Because I think in the next issue or the issue after, uh, there's a scene where I see another flaw as well. Now, I don't know if you saw it, but... Yeah, like... I, Again, I'm still loving the story, but like this scene doesn't make sense. But it's also something that every scene before, every time somebody was killed, you had the gun, you had the yeah, the baby nipple, you had the the present. Yeah, what whatever whatever holiday it was yeah. for the holiday. So you had to put that here. I don't know. Especially since holiday gets chased off by the dogs. <laughs> I guess, you know, what What happened is Holiday... Pop, pop! Threw everything. No, no, no. no, no. The, the, he go, the, she goes running. Dogs are chasing. He comes back around. As Sal is sitting there with Luigi, drops everything. Dogs are still coming. Rule number one, guys. Cardio. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to Falcone and Sophia. 
Call her El Gigante. I'm not calling her El Gigante. Dude, they only call her El Gigante when they're talking about her in the little blue bubbles. In the little Bruce bubbles. Okay. No. <laughs> not doing it. But we see this scene. Catwoman is watching on and listening in. But Catwoman is definitely a voyeur. It's, well, yeah, we already knew that from day one. But it from is... Year one? <laughs> okay. I'll give you that, I'll give you that one. <laughs> Uh, she's watching as Sophia is trying to give Carmine a Father's Day gift, which is a tie. Because apparently that's the only thing you can give for Father's Day is a tie. I got the the Zelda thing over there, the, the clay, clay thing. Uh, Bella got that for me. She made that at school. Like that's I got that for Father's Day. I love that present. That's because that's a real Father's Day present. It's not a freaking tie. Yeah, fair. I don't. I I just like to know like we're we're kids just that um unimaginative in that like back in the day or was it you know moms that were that unimaginative like the kids like mom what should i get dad for father's day i'll give him a tie get him a fucking tie maybe he'll hang himself with it oh (laughs) damn not saying you're wrong to say that a lot um no it's just interesting because mother's day you got pamper him get him diamonds get him roses get him all this stuff Father's Day comes around, yeah, tie's fine. Or or tools. Or tools. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, oh, like, I, love the I tools. like getting tools. Yeah. But it always seems like the tools you get on Father's Day come with a stipulation of now you've got to do something. <laughs> I like my tools because I like to see them sit there and glean. No. <laughs> mm, I, I actually do like to use my tools. I like to use my tools when I want to use them though. Not, yeah. Not because like, oh look, I got you some car wash for Father's Day, now go wash the cars. <laughs> Which the other funny ironic thing is I mean, it's just irony in uh, uh, what's the extrapolated. Um, talking Father's Day here. Day this episode comes out is Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. So, oh, wow. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. Yeah. Merry Christmas tomorrow. And yeah. Yeah. Hey, so um, I'd like to uh, just throw this out for uh, the guys over at uh, Elite Eight Showdown. Uh, I know Joey has uh, been dead and resurrected. What I was thinking is a uh, holiday miracle if maybe uh, you know somebody could just forgive the poor bastard and uh, let him come <laughs> back to life for real. That'd be fantastic. You're not on Discord, are you? No. That's right. <laughs> okay, so back to the plot here. We get Gordon. He goes, goes home, and James is asleep. Okay, I'm confused. How old is James? Yes. Because sometimes he's just, like, infantile, and here he wrote his own card for him. So, I think at the start... Okay, so year one, he was born. Yes. This is around year two. Okay. So, So he is about one years old. This, right here, he's about one and a half, almost two. Because this is long Halloween. It's a year long. We're in June now. I don't know the exact date of when he was born. I could look it up. I'm not going to. Amen. (laughs) Um... Because they actually do have all, have all that information out there, so I would I would say he's close to two. That being said, that's still impressive. He's able to write all that being close to two years that's old. That's what I was saying. That's now, impressive. The tie that he makes that makes more sense. Yeah, because it's a hand print tie or hand hand prints painted on the tie. That makes sense, unless of course maybe Barbara helped write the thing, like just took his hand and yeah. Could have. Like, come on. But, but kids don't you, actually I, write R, R's backwards. Come on. 
I used to write my N's backwards. I'm just joking. <laughs> there was a whole company with R backwards forever until they went bankrupt a couple years back. Hmm. I'm trying to put my finger on that one. Allegedly, they're coming back. Really? Allegedly. We'll see if that actually happens. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I was never really a Toys R Us kid because they were always too expensive. Right. And my mom was always like, no, we can't buy anything in there. It's like, oh. I, I went there a few years back to get the girls a bunch of the um, Skylanders mm-hmm. stuff. And then even like the Disney Infinity figures. Because uh, they were selling them for cheap because they were going out of business. Yeah. No, it wasn't when it was before they actually announced they were going out of business. Oh, okay. Like they just had a bunch there. And actually, I also found a couple of comic books there at one point, a couple of Batman issues. But either way. Uh, so we go back to Harvey and Gilda, and Harvey is just sitting in the basement in the dark. Uh, Shirtless. He said he go. He went and saw his dad, and Gilda's like, oh my god, how is he? Still crazy. Or how is it? And so, yeah, he's still crazy. But he gave me something, and um, basically kind of informed. He said he gave him something, but I never really figured out what he gave him. The coin. Was it the coin? I think so. See, I mean, that's what I thought. I thought that's because I thought that's, that's what he was implying. Yeah, um, I just thought that actually was a coin he had, but he didn't have it in the beginning. Yeah, because like I know in the um, Batman Forever movie, it was implied he always had that coin. Yeah, and I feel like in the comics, like we've come up with two up to Two Face once already in the Batman books, and I don't remember having the coin in that. He had the coin, but. It wasn't like implied that he had it forever. Yeah, because the coin—I mean, the coin is two-faced. Like, yeah, he's got to flip the coin to decide if he's going to kill you or not kill you. Um, but he's basically saying, you know, I messed up trying coin to get. Coin starts with a C. Oh God! It's got to be Catwoman. Catwoman is Harvey Dent. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Boy Wonder. <laughs> basically, he. <laughs> Was able to put together that it's just Bruce Wayne was let go by a jury of his peers, but it's almost like they just did a coin flip. Because even Sophia, when he talks, when she talks to Carmine earlier, he's like, "Yeah, the jury acquitted Bruce Wayne took all of like a minute and a half." Yeah, which I mean, it's because they didn't have any substantial. Yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. There was nothing there. Um. Because yeah, he's so, rich, he gets to cover up all his tracks. Anyway, oh. that's honestly that's what Bruce Wayne, or I'm sorry, that's what Harvey Dent is worried about. Yeah, which uh, is understandable. I it, mean, it, it really is because I mean, what what does he really know about Bruce Wayne other than the fact that he's a you know rich guy that yeah. is reclusive and well, no, he's Bruce Wayne actually is not reclusive. He goes out, he parties constantly. That's the persona he has made for Bruce Wayne. You know, he's always at a new new nightclub with a new girl. Well, I, in this version, he's basically becoming... Um, him and Selena are, like, a big item. But in, like, other comics, it's he's out with, with Sophia here. And then he's... Not that Sophia. He's, <laughs> then he's out with, like, Gina here. And... <laughs> Not that he wouldn't. It's just that's not. That's hey, hey, Sophia you, wouldn't be caught there. Look, look. First off, all I'm saying is that uh, they'd probably throw each other around quite a bit. Oh yeah. No, I'm. I'm not saying they wouldn't. Just she would not be in that. That's setting. that's that's Batman's booty call that nobody knows about. 
Well, ironically, we're going to see who the actual booty call is in the next issue, I think. Or the issue <laughs> yeah, after. yeah, I think it's the issue after this one. So, uh, we we go to this warehouse. I think it's a warehouse. I don't know. It's Scarecrow and Mad Hatter, and they're yelling at each other about stupid things. Yeah, this didn't make any sense nope, to me. No idea. Mad Hatter, allegedly all Mad Hatter ever does is just quote Alice in Wonderland, yeah. which is not true. And Scarecrow is yelling about patty cake. Yeah. Which, again, makes no sense. Correct. But he's actually, uh, this is a meeting f- that Falcone had put in place. Uh, he had said, you know, I didn't get you guys out of Arkham just so you can argue about cake and tea. Uh, which is interesting because, well, now, we, again, we find out he's the one that got he's on the orchestra train the, out. Yeah. But we never did see Jervis Tech. 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 Tetch, Tetch, yeah. uh, get released because he's not important. See, so I would love to see a Mad Hatter in the movies because Mad Hatter and Clayface, those are the two I want to see in a Batman movie because those two could do some fucking damage if if done right. If done right, that's. But the Batman villains lately have been done right in the movies. I guess that's true. So that's why I think. And it'd be somebody that we haven't seen before. We've already seen the Riddler. Don't get me wrong. I want to see Riddler in this new movie. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because this is a definitely a different take. But we've already seen Joker numerous times. Uh-huh. You know, freeze, Bane, Bane twice. Yeah. Poison Ivy. Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing another Poison Ivy. I wouldn't mind seeing all the Poison Ivy. We've seen a couple Catwomans. Yeah. Like, I want to see characters. We're going to see Firefly in the Batgirl movie. Like. Yeah, Brendan Fraser is going to be Firefly. Really? Yep. They just started filming the other day. Speaking that, of getting that old. lets you guys know how uh, when this episode is uh, recorded. Uh, yeah, he just had a birthday, actually, on the set. Yeah, he is. He's getting up there. But yeah, like I want to see new Batman villains done in the movies. Absolutely. Tetch and and uh, Carlisle. Carl. That's what Carlisle. No, Clayface. Matt Hatter and Clayface. I want to see them in the movies. I put it out there. <clears throat> um, this the rest of the issue is fairly quick. Uh, Bruce and is just reminiscing about about how he misses his go. parents. This is the one where he looks like he's going bald. Gotcha. Um, yeah, his his hairline is kind of uh, super receded. like yeah, like his hairline got so afraid when he took the uh, uh, scarecrow toxin toxin the little bit he that got. It, that it ran away from his face. <laughs> Um, and then at the very end, we get Vernon, who is working for Sal. We saw that in the earlier issue. Yep. Uh, who, but he also works for Dent. Dent. He's his uh, assistant. He's basically kind of corrals Harvey to be like, "Hey, uh, there's somebody here to see you." And it's Sal. Sal Moroni. He's he's finally fed up. He's like, "Look, we, you want Falcone? I want Holiday gone. We can work together." Yep. That's where it is. Yep. Yeah.